0: Welcome to the Podski. What? Ooh yeah. You understand, baby? Dig it? Let me tell you another thing. First name John. Last
1: name Baker.
0: Uh-huh. Brother? Hello and welcome to the Podski. I am your host, the Man of a Thousand Gimmicks, John Baker. We're back from WrestleMania. What a week it was. I was so incredibly tired. We both were exhausted. Andretti and I finally feel like we're kind of back on our feet. We're going to give you a show today. We're going to put a bow on the WrestleMania week. We're going to talk about everything that kind of happened after WrestleMania night, Two, And we're going to talk about Raw. We're going to talk about kind of everything that kind of happened in that show. So there was a lot of confusion. I will say this up front. There was a lot of confusion while we were at the show because they weren't really telling us anything in the building. So and we saw a lot of things too during the show that were not not too good. So uh we're gonna cover that today. We're gonna put a bow on our WrestleMania week and yeah, it's just gonna be good to get talk with Andretti again about our, our WrestleMania week. Gotta give a huge thank you to him and Mrs. Andretti. They they treated me like royalty out there this week. So gotta give them a lot of credit for uh, you know, being gracious hosts uh, to me, and I uh, can't thank them enough. It was certainly an awesome time, and can't wait for WrestleMania 40 next year. We're gonna run it back. We're gonna do it again. Uh, it's gonna be in our hometown, right in our backyard. That next year, it's gonna be in Philly. So really excited for that, and to see where they go. But all right, let's get into the raw for WrestleMania. And the WrestleMania week wrap up. All right, we are back. I got Andretti and myself. You thought you could get rid of us, but we're back again for our final review of WrestleMania week that concluded with raw after mania. And it was quite an interesting, uh, show that we, uh, we attended. And so I,
1: I am jumping in here a little late today. So did, did you already start recording before this?
0: I did start, but I didn't save anything. Okay. I had to throw.
1: Okay. Now there might be there might be a little bit of an echo on me here. And I apologize. I'm I'm in a different spot in the house than what I what I normally am because my wife is doing a doing a work call in my in my spot. So if there's a little bit of an echo, I apologize.
0: If there's a is is that Howard Finkel right behind your head?
1: Why? I mean, I don't know why it wouldn't be. <laughs> like, is are, did you are you seeing a ghost? Like in strange like in Strange Man, where you look into the mirror and you see Strange Man and Red Dead. Oh my! When you turn God. around, he's not there. How much how
0: much uh, strange man stuff did you watch?
1: Oh shit. What the hell just happened? Hold on, let me get up here. <sighs> Hang on. What are you talking about the uh um like the the YouTube videos? Yeah. I mean, I've seen I've, I've seen every one of them. Every time we post stuff, I watch it.
0: What was the new one this week that was so um that was so scary? It was
1: it was creepy as hell, but I think it might have been an April Fools.
0: Uh can you hear me? Kind of.
1: I know I'm trying to I'm trying to keep talking I'm trying to fix this chair. <laughs> uh,
0: well, I am uh wearing the WrestleMania jacket still. uh I found out that they were I think I'm pretty sure I got the leftovers from the superstore. Because from what Chalkline's website said is that you could only get them at the Superstore. So, really? So next year, I'm going to the Superstore early to make sure I get... That's like going to be my thing. I'm going to make sure I get the Chalkline jacket of WrestleMania whenever I go.
1: Yeah, that's a good idea.
0: So I'm going to make sure that I get it next year at the Superstore way early.
1: I like that little twirl you did with when you had the jacket on.
0: I did twirl. I did twirl. It's a fantastic uh, live. Um, But yeah, so we went to, it. uh, Monday felt like a long day because I was starting to, I was starting to get tired. It was starting to seep into my bones of how tired I was. And we went to breakfast at a spot. I can't even remember what it's called.
1: Rise and Shine Cafe in Shadow Hills.
0: That's right. Rise and Shine. Got the pancakes again. The pancakes were awesome.
1: Those pancakes are fantastic, man.
0: Literally ran it back with the same breakfast that I got the day before. Did not get the quesadillas.
1: No, nah, we're too full. Too full. Shout out Taco Ranch. You guys have got the best quesadillas in the whole city. I wish we could. Wish we could have stopped. I mean, I would have been. I would have been comatose the rest of the day.
0: <laughs> uh, then we drove around. We went to uh, Palos Verdes.
1: Yeah, that's the first time I'd been down there on uh, along the uh, the shore down there. So that was a, that was a good ride, and then we almost got swept into the ocean. Yes, at the uh, at the Korean Friendship Bell. Yes, in, that, in San
0: Pedro. it was insane.
1: Yeah, I uh, think I broke. I think I broke the chair. Yeah. There was a snap, and now I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I Man, dude, I know I got to lose weight, but I'm not that big. <laughs> I'm not out here breaking chairs, I don't think. <laughs>
0: just over people's backs.
1: That's right. Yeah, so, I, I mean, dude, I was out of it for, for a good two and a half, three days after that, man. I just was exhausted. Now I'm good. I felt I felt pretty good yesterday. But, I mean, we were on the move, dude, for seven days. We were just moving, 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 moving. We weren't sleeping very much. We were recording at, like, two in the morning. <laughs> it was awesome.
0: It was awesome. And I like, oh my, I came back and I crashed hard because the flight home after all, I didn't sleep very well. I had um, my seat ended up getting moved because there was uh, a girl and her infant baby that was like right beside me who was like took my spot against the window. So I had nothing to lean up against to like sleep. And so that five and a half hour flight home, I think I probably slept three of the five hours, but um it was it was brutal whenever I woke up I woke up right as we started to descend into Baltimore and it it was it was brutal I was ready to get off that plane and just get the hell home
1: hey I got a question for you so when we were at the dojo yes the new Japan dojo on Monday was that Kevin Knight no it wasn't
0: I I didn't think it was Kevin
1: Knight because every time I see Kevin Knight, Kevin Knight's picture this week now, I'm like, was that Kevin Knight that we ran into and and we didn't realize it? I thought I, Kevin, I don't know.
0: I hope it wasn't because I, I think
1: Kevin Knight's was, taller than that guy.
0: That's, yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. I thought Kevin Knight was taller than that
1: guy. Yeah, I don't I, know. I
0: hope not, because that what a, what a what a flubbed opportunity that was for us.
1: Well, dude, I blew the opportunity to meet Ultimo Dragon.
0: <laughs> that is true, and I blew the opportunity to dance with Two Cold Scorpio.
1: <laughs> man i i i i watched those uh i watched the gcw shows that we didn't go to yeah those shows were awesome man every i mean every one of them was great i mean i i don't i don't really know what they're i'm still trying to figure out kind of what their business plan is or how they have enough money to be running shows all over the country so much but like dude they run good shows man they they really do do good shows
0: so what you're saying is that ponytail patterson got a great experience.
1: Ponytail Patterson may have been at the Ukrainian center for like four days straight. He might he might still be there. He's probably he's probably still there. <laughs> wearing that Liger shirt that's completely <laughs> a mess.
0: That Liger shirt is oh man, that thing has been stretched. Stretch worse than stew. Stretching a bunch of
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> ponytail uh Patterson uh let me get down here and
1: stretch it. <laughs> Bring that shirt down here. I'll stretch it.
0: <laughs> oh, my. That guy. Uh. And just when you thought you couldn't meet a worse fan than Ponytail Patterson was the guy that sat right beside me at the Raw After Mania.
1: I was thinking about Wheeler Yuta beside me today, the the fake Wheeler Yuta, the feeler, feeler Yuta who sitting beside me dude that guy was an absolute hell with his belts man i I couldn't he look here's the stupidity there's so many stupid things so number one the first thing is he came to the first night of mania okay he had that belt and he held it on his lap and it was uncomfortable and he's fidgety the whole time right yeah and this and for whatever also for whatever reason feeler yuda has these battery packs okay that he's charging his phone with because he's he's listening to the audio of Mania on Peacock while he's at the show. Okay, whatever, dude. There's people that take radios to baseball games. Who cares, right? No big deal. Yeah. But then the second night he comes again. You know, th- th- look, really nice guy. Really, really nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Talked to him, you know, a bunch of times. Um. But but Feeler Utah bought a, bought another belt on the way up into the ple into the stands. It was a good belt too. It was. They were awesome. They were awesome.
0: Undisputed. He bought the undisputed belt from the early 2000s. Whenever they, uh, the Lesnar belt, right? The Lesnar, Kurt Angle, Eddie Guerrero belt. Like that thing is sick.
1: Look great. It looks awesome. I wish I had that one. He's sitting there with both of them piled on top of each other on his lap. The dude. The dude weighed. He probably weighed about 120 pounds. This guy, and he's just sitting there like. He was having trouble looking over top of the belts to look at the
0: ring. (laughs) It's like
1: he's in just absolute hell holding these belts. He's he's holding them like in a bear hug because he doesn't want them to fall on the ground. Okay. So for people to get a visual of this, like, I don't, I didn't understand why he didn't just lay the the belt part flat on his lap and let the, (laughs) let the sides hang down over his legs.
0: Why didn't he do that? I don't know. I don't
1: understand why he didn't do that, but he's he's literally like holding them like he's carrying like laundry or a big basket or something.
0: <laughs> he did. He and did. he was so uncomfortable. There was an easier way to do that. He probably didn't put him around his legs because sometimes the um those belts, like that leather is pleather. It's not it's not like um it's not soft and flexible. Like it's stiff. Okay. Stiff as hell. Because my title belt that I have, they like they had it wrapped like that in the packaging, like like this, and it it like would not ever lay flat, and I had to flatten it on the wall with uh like like because I have hooks on the wall because I can't even get mine down. If I even wanted it, I'd have to like rip a hole in the wall probably because I got them up there with gorilla tape.
1: Well, hell, just wrap them around your legs. That around your thighs at that point, man. Latch them around your thigh. I mean, so you're not sitting there like a like a. Like you've got somebody sitting on your lap. That's what it looked like the whole time. He yeah. was like dealing with somebody else on his lap. He was dealing with two humans on his lap, but they were just belts. God oh my mind. they were huge too, man. But then yeah. that that guy beside you, I mean, what a strange human being that guy was.
0: Yeah, Naruto headband.
1: Naruto headband was a strange guy, man.
0: Yeah, he was. He was nice though. Um, yeah, but he was in belt hell too. Cause yeah. he was because not only did he have that Snoop Dogg belt, but then he had a basket of chicken fingers. So that Snoop
1: Dogg belt's awesome.
0: And the Snoop Dogg belt was awesome. But he couldn't move. That was the other problem. Like, like the because he had the belt on his lap and then he had a basket of chicken fingers. So the, like when something happened and he wanted to get up, like he couldn't. He just had to sit and let's like,
1: let's talk about his chicken fingers for a second. Because when when I was down in the concourse, I looked over and saw him. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to make 20 people stand up. Yeah. You know, twice. Right? right. So I we were both ordering food at the same time. I said, hey, man, I'm, I'm just going to follow you up so that we don't have to make everybody stand up twice. Right. He goes, OK, cool. And then I, I get my drink. I walk over to the steps. I turn around and Naruto headband is 100 percent disappeared. Into into the multiverse somewhere. He just disappeared. Right. So I'm standing there anyway. and, I, and, I'm, and I'm like, "Well, he probably went to catch up or something. Right. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, dude. I literally stood on those steps like two minutes, waiting for this guy to, and he just never showed up. He just disappeared. So yeah. finally, I just go back up to the seat and I sit down, and I'm back in my seat for like ten minutes before before he yeah. comes back.
0: Like the whole uh, the, the the next match, the whole uh, Shane McMahon thing happened, dude. Man, like, stand dude, up! You, because where the he, hell
1: did you go, dude?
0: He totally missed the Shane McMahon blowing his quad out. God. Because cause everyone was standing and he was sitting there with a basket of chicken fingers and a Snoop Dogg belt. That's crazy. That, that is lessons to be learned for the listeners. If you're going to go to a Wrestlemania or a show like that, don't bring the belts like the belts are cool and it's a cool thing to have but don't bring the belts or just They're
1: just a, they're just a pain in the ass to carry
0: it's such a pain in the ass to like carry and people don't realize how much of a pain in the ass it is to carry until you and, get to that seat and you and have they're
1: not light. they're not light either
0: no no and then you can't like you gotta jump up and down for the show and it's, it's just not it's just not a good it's not a good time especially if you bring more than two unless you're gonna wear that thing around your waist like don't even waste your time with it because yeah. it, it's it's too much. Even for the people that are around the people with the belts, it's too you much.
1: Buy it, buy it on the way out, dude. Yeah, they've got they've got so many of them. You're 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 not. They're not going to run out.
0: No, seriously. Especially if you go to a WrestleMania, man, you can buy them belts at any point in time. Go to the superstore before the show, after the show. Held the um the superstore was open till midnight. And the show was over at eight, so like you yeah. went yeah. to the superstore and bought them afterwards. It's not like I didn't. So, but yeah, WrestleMania was such an unreal experience and I would say that it absolutely, it, it exceeded my expectations, like the, the, the the spectacle and just all of it. Like it, I I had an expectation of what it was. I've I've always had this expectation in my head of what WrestleMania is and like, I didn't, it, it. it exceeded every expectation that I had. And I don't know if that was because of the venue or, or, or even like what WWE did to the venue to make it look that incredible. Like, when we were talking about this on in the car, like WrestleMania 40 might not be as visually pleasing. And I, and I hate to say this for the Philly people, but like, it's not going to be as visually pleasing as what WrestleMania uh, 39 was. Like, yeah it it's just not like they don't have that enormous video board hanging over the ring like they're wwe's going to have to create that like they don't have like this insane roof structure like it, it's not going to be as pleasing
1: well they've they've created that before they've built right. they've built a rig above the ring before
0: it's going to be cool no doubt. I don't I don't have a doubt in my mind that it's not going to be cool, but I think that for at least for you and I since like you know we are going to WrestleMania next year, it might be a step down like um venue-wise.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's I, mean, not- I,
1: went, to the, I went to the one in New Orleans, you know, you said that was 35? 34. 30, 34. Yeah. I went to that one in New Orleans and and I got to be honest with you man, I, I barely remember anything from that show. It was awesome. I had a great time, but I, I don't remember hardly any of it.
0: Yeah. That feels like a forgettable
1: WrestleMania to me. It feels like it was 100 years ago.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, what we did last week feels like 100 years ago.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um.
0: But yeah, do you want to get into this uh, Raw after WrestleMania? Yeah, let's do it, man. Because if things couldn't get any worse for the Cody Rhodes fans, talk about, you know, beating us while we're down. Thanks
1: for uh, thanks for coming out, Baker.
0: Yeah, thanks for coming out. Basically, is what WWE did to me. They took a golf club and just started beating me in the ribs with it out in the outside. Good my god! But the show started off with Triple H coming out, which we already knew. They already announced it, and plus the whole Endeavor thing, you know, was announced Monday first thing Monday morning, and that was awesome because that was the first time I'd seen Triple H live in like twenty years. So,
1: yeah, he lied right to your face.
0: Yeah, he lied right to my damn face. How about that?
1: Like gonna do tonight to everybody in attendance at SmackDown?
0: Well, you know he doesn't want to lie to our faces. It's because Vince is holding a gun to the back of his head on the other side.
1: You know who he reminds me of is that um, the Iraqi propaganda minister <laughs> who used to come out and say, "We're kicking the shit out of the Americans, man." We're kicking their ass so bad. And there's just bombs blowing up behind that guy in, in the background. <laughs> that guy was awesome.
0: Oh my. I, I so like we're in the building, and I'm gonna be honest with you, it didn't feel like a bad roll. Like it
1: didn't, it really didn't.
0: It really didn't feel bad, and I don't know if that's because. We... So I'll say this: any of the shows that we saw this week did not feel like bad shows, except for Relentless
1: Wrestling. But, yeah. but the the problem with the, even even with that, the wrestling at Relentless wasn't bad. The only the no. only issues they had were with the 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 insane audio problems they had, right. and their ring announcer commentator girl, whatever she was falling down in a ring and dropping the mic and acting like she was the sloppiest human being in the world because she was, she solid. was, but the wrestling was fine. I I mean, you know, not, not, a, not a great show <laughs> for relentless, not but, their, not the best effort.
0: No. And and I guess we, I can't really say anything either because we didn't put up our best effort audio wise either. Um, So, you know, upfront apologies on the audio if it sounded bad at any point was because i was struggling to wasn't at home base and the fact that it was like recording of what you know typically my time we usually started recording at like 5 a.m my time but it was 2 a.m la time so uh i was struggling a little bit in the mornings when we started recording these things but we're back to normal here now there's the the audio should be back to what you're used to but um if you're new to the podski especially after WrestleMania if you found the QR code thank you uh if, and and you found some of my litter that I found in SoFi Stadium uh but the audio is going to be much better now <laughs> um yeah
1: we're not we're not relentless wrestling we're trying to we're trying to fix our audio problem
0: right we're not going to play that some more a uh, you know 75 75- I mean,
1: we can we, should, we can we should we
0: should and we should but we won't
1: it got it got so bad with them playing that'somore that we were hoping luigi primo was going to come out
0: yes oh my jeez it was so bad but uh, what? in terms of the shows like they didn't like i thought nxt was a five star show i thought that wrestlemania night 1 was a five star show I thought that WrestleMania night two would have been a five-star show, except minus that finish made it a a four and a three-quarter star show. Sure. But they didn't feel, the shows did not feel long in the buildings. They felt very nice and tight. They flowed really well. And I don't know if that's because we were in the building and we didn't have to see all of the uh, ads and all of the commentary or not. But I would say that the in building experience for the entire week for every single show was so much more enjoyable than it was if i was watching it on television
1: i i would the only part of that i would disagree with was the pandemonium riot
0: that riot sucked that riot didn't suck well i mean the riot was a little rough but the fact that like we had we had no idea in the building who the hell was coming out because they didn't have like they had a t. They had TVs above the ring that was, but they didn't like show like who the name was that came out. We had to wait until they were in the ring and or heard, or
1: heard somebody else in the crowd say their name.
0: Yeah, so we were completely lost on that.
1: That's what kills me about CMLL because I have to I have to pull the roster up of CMLL and try to figure out who the hell these people are when they come out.
0: Yeah, so they, don't, they
1: don't put the names on the on the freaking screen.
0: Yeah, I I didn't even care like if they even did a a PowerPoint presentation on that screen and they flicked the names up. Like, just kept hitting the next arrow when the next person came out. Like, that would have been so much more helpful. Yeah. Or the fact that you know we were twenty four people deep into a thirty man battle royal and we only had two eliminations and we had seventeen people laying along ringside waiting to jump in the ring to get eliminated,
1: camping out. Yeah, thirty minutes,
0: like Gunther did in that match except only Gunther was way was way better. Yeah. Um but yeah, I, the 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 in the in-ring experience especially for Raw, I thought I thought that Raw was awesome until I got to the airport and I started listening to Sean Ross Sapp. he did the post Raw review and people were absolutely shitting all over the show and I was like, did we just watch the same show that everybody else did? Well,
1: a lot of that is the recency of just not getting the big reveals that they wanted to get right. and people knee jerking in the moment. Like that's a lot of what that is because, right. look, because look, man, look, I, I know it's better when you're there live. I, and I know, I know it's, it's the same thing as it is when you go to a concert, like you go to a concert, you see a band live, you're like, this band's awesome. And then you hear their album and you're not that into it. Right. It's really. so it's, 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 it's a natural thing, but that first hour of raw, when we were there, this, I mean, our seats were incredible. Number one. Absolutely. Um So, yeah, and you know, so that, that first hour I thought was excellent, even though it was like it was exactly what I expected it to be a, a drawn out, slow thing. I I never felt bored. I wanted to be there, I enjoyed it. The second hour was a typical raw hour. It didn't bother me because I knew we were gonna get I knew we were gonna get a raw hour. That's all it was. I, I didn't it didn't bother me at all. And then the um the third hour was was dragged out all slow, drag out. It's a dude, it's a three hour show, man. And people have right. got to realize, like, that is what this is. It's a three-hour show. You're going to get a 20-minute Roman Reigns segment where 10 of it is them walking to the ring. Who cares? That's what it is, man. Just stop stop fighting that. And, ex- and it just accept that it's a three-hour Raw. You're going to get that every week.
0: And, and people need to understand and also accept the fact that they're not getting rid of the third hour. They make way too much money to get rid of that third hour.
1: That's no way. Word. Why? Why would they? Right. why would you get rid of it they're never getting rid of the third hour the third they're hour not, they're not <laughs> going to go back to the network and say don't give us more time right. it's never going to happen
0: no so it, i would say that like people need to people just need to get on board with it yes it sucks and it's brutal to get through that's why we got fast forward that's why you know you're sitting at home you can go do other things like a
1: lot of the thing that i liked about nitro and this is probably you know me looking back with Nostalgia, and it's probably not as good as what I thought. But that that first hour of Nitro, when they went to the three hour shows, was a lot of the Luchadors and a lot of the jerichos and the benois and Guerreros and all that. They those were awesome matches they had during the first hour. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe maybe throw maybe turn that. I mean that if you if you translate that to right now um that would be like a like an nxt slash 205 live hour leading into night into raw right if you would look at it like based on like comparing it to what it is right now that what that was versus now right Mm -hmm. so maybe I, i don't know i don't know if that's what you want to do with it where you just end up you have all the all the guys out there killing each other and getting the crowd fired up with badass matches and then you lead that into the hogan ddp luger stuff you know for the next two hours whatever
0: yeah, no, I I don't disagree. It would eliminate a lot of issues, I think, with like because people want to see really good matches, and you could do that. You could you just keep using the under guys, like, and just throw them on the first hour. But I mean, they're not going to do that. But um, I want to talk about Nitro uh, once we're done with the Raw thing. I want to talk sure. about Nitro. Um, but yeah, I I, th- I didn't think that this Raw was terrible at all. I thought it was pretty good um a better than a raw than i would be normally expecting and that's only because i was in the building but we did notice some things that were going on in the building the first thing that i noticed was now i know that somebody posted a picture to sean ross sap and i and i did post a picture too but there was a, a section over to our left which our seats absolute shout out to mrs andretti for the seats the seats were incredible again like back-to-back shows at crypto with those seats was absolutely incredible um and you know the the section right beside us somebody was running the 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 show from that seat and somebody said that they had changed the run sheet like three times already within the first hour i didn't see that until um the the street profits came out and the street profits were in the ring and somebody brought it I mean, the only reason I know it's a run sheet is because the guy handed it to the lighting and music guys who were literally a row in front of us. The guy took the piece of paper he was looking at. He ripped it to shreds, threw it away, and started reading that page that that guy handed to him. So that's the only thing that that, that has to be a run sheet. Like, we're not, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what else that would be. It's not going to be like, you know, a, a, an email or something someone's sending, but... um. The other thing that we were both looking at each other like, what in the hell is going on? Was that Seth Rollins segment? What the hell was that?
1: I, Dude, I wish I knew, man. Because it, he came out and then a whole bunch of people ran out and talked to him and he was looking around like, what the hell was happening?
0: Yeah. I have no idea. We thought we were on commercial that entire time and he just disappeared and we're like, what the hell just happened? They that literally
1: changed funny. the show on the fly. Like, why?
0: <laughs> why? No, I was ready for. I was ready for Seth. I wanted Seth to do something cool.
1: He literally walked out, and then he went to break, and a bunch of people ran out and told him something, and he looked around the building like I don't know what the hell we're doing, and then he walked out. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Which, know. Is, which is which is which sucks because he's what he's like they're one of their top guys, and it's like. Even if that guy's, even that guy looked frustrated.
0: Right. And, you know, we'll get to it by the end of this show here, but obviously somebody else is running the show. And um, it, it just, <laughs> the the other thing that I want to talk about this show is that that fan that sat beside me, that guy, that guy had my gears grinding. That guy pissed me off.
1: We met some interesting people this week. Or we last did
0: week. meet some interesting people this week. And this guy quickly rose to prominence on the top of that list. He does not beat ponytail Patterson or t-shirt lady or the, well, he definitely beats the rats that followed us around, but (laughs) the, this guy, her is the first thing that he says to me when he sits down is that Jay white is coming out tonight.
1: Boy, how right was he?
0: Boy, how right was he? Yes. (laughs) Good Lord. Then
1: there is no chance Jay White is getting signed to the WWE when Vince is in charge. No chance.
0: Right. Right. So then the next thing he says to me is that AJ Styles is coming back tonight and we literally are
1: two for two, two for two. two,
0: two for two. Yeah, because AJ Styles did not come back. But then he doubled back on that, AJ Styles, and said that AJ Styles was going to form the Bullet Club again with Cody Rhodes.
1: and An IP they don't own.
0: An IP they don't own. Oh, for 3 for this guy. <laughs> then when Brock Lesnar comes out, he said these guys are going to lose the, the main event together. And then Cody won't be able to challenge for the world title ever again. And that's whenever.
1: Hey, hey, four for four.
0: That's when I lost it. I said, I don't even remember what I said to this guy, but even you knew that I was pissed. You because, said
1: something very deadpan right to his face. Something like that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yes, yes. That's what without I said, without laughing or anything.
0: <laughs> I said like my reaction, because by this point, I'm, I'm pissed that this guy continues to talk to me. I'm already tired of shit.
1: He's not even drunk. He's just an idiot.
0: He's not even drunk. He was not drunk. Like he literally was just that stupid. And he said, he's just shooting from the head. Right. (laughs) With ideas. Literally pissed me off so much. I said, that is the worst idea I've ever heard my entire life. And he didn't speak a word to me the rest of the show. And he left. And he left in the second hour. Boy, did that guy piss me off.
1: He got, he got sucked back into the multiverse but, uh, during the second hour.
0: Whatever happened to him. Good Lord. That was so bad. And then during the Omos um, Elias squash, as soon as Omos's music hit, he screamed boring, and he tried to do a boring chant the whole entire <laughs> match. Don't be the that
1: match guy. match was 30 seconds long. How, are you, how is it boring? It Dude. was 30 seconds. Oh my god! Oh god!
0: Anyways, uh, we got the Bad Bunny thing, which is kind of right down in front of us, which was pretty cool. Um, the Austin Theory and Rey Mysterio match I thought was was pretty good. That yeah, was uh, awesome. That was good. I actually went through TSA with Austin Theory after the show. you pretty- talk to? Him? I did not. No, I was too afraid. See, I you blew an opportunity there too. See, no, cause see, look, he, he looked really pissed to even be alive. And then my bag, I didn't take my, I didn't put my laptop and my backpack in a different container going through TSA. So they pulled my bag. So I like, even though I was standing right beside him, like they were looking through my bag. So I'd like, so I'd be like, hey, hey man, they're going through my bag. I'm it's, wearing it's a wearing right jacket. Way. How are you doing, bud?
1: Boy, isn't it amazing how many people and how many talents have been unhappy since Monday night? And wonder what the common denominator of all that is. It
0: Has to be that dark-haired, pencil, mustached-looking old man.
1: The the fact that people have already said, "If this keeps up, I'm leaving." I mean, dude, at what point do you do you realize that you're the hindrance? But we'll get we'll get into that.
0: Yeah, he did not. He honestly, and and all the stuff that I had seen recently was like Rio Ripley in the airport. I didn't want to be like, Hey man, what's up? Like, I just didn't want to bother him. Yeah. And that, and at that rate, it was like already like late as well. Like, so I, I just didn't want to bother him, but it, I did, I did go through TSA with uh, Austin theory,
1: but I, I would say wrestling Don, look, he's not, he's not going to show up tonight because um, soccer. Genesis is tonight, um, you know, late tonight, New Japan, Um, He won't be there tonight, but I'm going to, I would be willing to bet a Hagerstown Roy Rogers hamburger that (laughs) Bronson Reed will show up at wrestling Dontaku in New Japan at the next big show. Really? He's going to get, he's going to get fired.
0: I mean, the cuts are going to come.
1: Dude, he's, they're already making Dakota Kai and, and Io Shirai look like jobbers. It's coming, dude. All the people that he released are going to get re-released. Watch and see. I know. And I'll be telling you how awesome Dakota Kai is on Dynamite. And I'll be telling you how awesome Yoshirai is in Stardom and how great Jonah is back in New Japan.
0: I know. I know.
1: You You realize Jonah beat Okada? Yeah. So go back there and be the champ of the best promotion in the world.
0: Uh we'll get we'll get to him in a little bit. Um the other other notable things that happened uh the Kevin Owens versus Street Profits we had a dude in the section beside us that what really he really really wanted a Kevin Owens Sami Zayn chant. He really tried hard. Yeah, he did. Uh, and this guy, the guy sitting beside me had to yell over and let him know that his claps were not in sync with his chant. Boy, did that guy suck!
1: <laughs> A lot of interesting Cliff characters. Morgan
0: and Raquel Rodriguez deal. We instantly got up and went to the bathroom.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I am not a Liv Morgan fan. I'm never going to be. I don't see it. I know there's people that like her. Little kids like her, but I'm not. I'm not in on that. Neither. Don't want to. Raquel, Raquel Rodriguez is fantastic. She's a future. She's a future women's champ. I'm looking forward to that. I love her. I think she's always been great. She's big. She's physical. She's got a great look. She's strong as hell. I mean, she's got every tool. Man, she's going to be really great.
0: Yes, absolutely agree on that front, but not on Liv Morgan. No. Um. But then the main event came and talk about beating me while I'm down. Brock Lesnar turns on Cody Rhodes during the intros and proceeds to beat the absolute shit out of him for 15 minutes. And we knew something was going to happen because they did 15 minutes worth of entrances. And we kept looking. I kept looking at my watch and I kept saying, holy fuck, we only got five minutes left. What are they going to do? And Brock Lesnar just beat the absolute tar out of Cody Rhodes, and yet another baby face gets absolutely obliterated with no help. With no help after the night before, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn helped him on
1: WrestleMania.
0: Why did they not come out and help him? Well, I don't understand that.
1: I, it's it's one of those things in wrestling that's always been really baffling, especially especially in like the last couple of decades where they let the baby faces look like they don't have any friends and they just get out there and they get beaten into oblivion. I mean, the one of the most egregious ones, the one that the one that beautiful Bobby Winters always brings up is the one where Cody's getting killed in the ring in AEW. And they're literally doing a backstage segment what with, is? with, with Dustin routes. Why did he run is, out and get him? Dude, it's unbelievable. I mean, that kind of, it's just, it, it drives me nuts.
0: I don't know what that was, but I personally, I'm excited for Brock and Cody. I didn't think we would get this this soon. And if you listen to our WrestleMania night two show, you know, we talked about who's the fourth man. And then when Brock comes out, we both looked at each other like, Oh shit. Like they're going to make Brock the fourth man. It, like why,
1: why not look in, in previous decades. In, in pretty much every other promotion, when something like that would happen, like mid-card, low-card baby faces would run to the ring. Yes. And they would get killed. Right. So why not have the Street Profits run out to the ring and just get destroyed by, by Lesnar? Why not?
0: I don't understand.
1: I don't get it either. I don't know, but
0: uh, talk about you know, a rough weekend for Cody Rhodes fans. If you were a Cody Rhodes fan this weekend, you got the shit beat out of you and you kept getting the shit beat out of you the next one night on Raw. um, And which is really sucky for the guy that sold the most merch of all of WrestleMania week, which was reported. Uh, that guy got the shit beat out of him uh, on your Raw after Mania, which is supposed to be your biggest Raw of the year.
1: Hey, you got Matt riddle
0: that that's a farton that's a farton church
1: how 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 soon is that guy gonna show up on aew TV
0: I hope he doesn't show up anywhere I don't want to see him wrestle ever again he's probably with that endeavor deal he's probably gonna jump over to a UFC
1: hey good good for you go do it see you later
0: good riddance yep um but I don't know it that raw I mean I feel like we just acted like we didn't like Raw, because we did.
1: I love but, I actually I had a great time there. I really did.
0: I did too. But we're days removed and now we're thinking about what we saw. But while we were in the moment, we were like, Man, that was actually a really good raw. I actually really enjoyed myself. Absolutely sucks that Cody got his shit kicked in, but you know, we're here, it's whatever. We're gonna get now, it
1: right. in in fairness to all of them, it can it kind of came out. And I don't know if this is true or not, but it, it came out this week that supposedly this has been the plan all along. Yes. If he was going to lose at Mania and Lesnar was going to turn. I mean, fine. If that's the case, then so be it. I don't know if I believe that, but I I, um, I I hope that that's the truth. I do too.
0: I think that Cody losing was probably the plan all along. I don't know if Lesnar turning was the plan all along, based off of who was running that show on Monday night.
1: I mean, the- look, the, the, the issue, like, I didn't watch – I didn't watch WWE for 20 years, man. I mean, here and there, very sporadically, because it was it was terrible. And it, there's there's one reason for that. And it's just, it, it comes down to the fact that, you know, until, until the numbers change, until people stop buying merch, until people stop watching the show, in Vince McMahon's mind, nothing has to change because it doesn't matter. I can just do whatever I want to do people are still buying everything the numbers are huge we're making a ton of money nothing matters i can do whatever i want to do it doesn't matter and that's really shitty to be a fan and to have to deal with that but from his standpoint why why is he why does he not want to be in charge from his standpoint yeah. if, if that's the, if that's the case they just they just merged the company they're they're going to make a ton of money off of that deal what does he care people are still watching the show I don't know the
0: so I really thought long and hard about this on Wednesday when I was off I thought that you know Vince being back what like what what's changed other than he's old he's a 77 year old man who has an absolute absolutely has an ego problem which has always had an ego problem has like no one's ever said that Vince has never had an ego problem because he always has but what were the things that were in place prior to now that are not there anymore? The The people that aren't there anymore are Pat Patterson, Briscoe's, Slaughter, like, those, Monsoon. Monsoon. Those are the people that would step in that Vince respected. Who does Vince respect anymore? There's nobody higher than Vince or lower than Vince that he respects more than himself. So that's who I think is, that's what I think is a big problem is that there's nobody there that Vince respects more than Vince. And so it's whatever Vince says goes and nobody wants to step on anyone's toes.
1: This is, this is going to keep going until he, until he passes away or is incapacitated. It's, I, it's what it is. We,
0: we had nine months of where they actually got us all invested And it's because Vince was not there and they had a clear cut direction of where they were going and the shows didn't deviate mid show. The shows were the shows and they were actually not saying that every show was a home run because they're not, but they had a clear direction and nobody knows what the fucking direction is now after one show, there's,
1: there's already signs because who, who won that women's tag match at mania?
0: I don't remember Rhonda and Shayna.
1: I think they did, right?
0: Aren't they? Yeah, they're SmackDown people, so they should be on SmackDown tonight.
1: But they said that Liv and Raquel are getting a tag title match. But they're based on call. Monday night, correct?
0: I think that if they won, they got a tag title opportunity. I think.
1: So what happened? I
0: will, I will say this, that it is hard to be in the building and catch everything because they, they're not going to tell you everything going on in the building. They just want you to pop for who's coming out. Yeah. But I don't know. I really, I, I'm, I'm a little lost on that. I don't really care about the women's tag, title, you know, division. I don't give a shit about that.
1: Well, y- you should. And, and, I, and I'm saying that from a standpoint of it's their job to make you care.
0: And right.
1: They, and they're not really doing that.
0: No, correct. I only, I, I do care about the Becky and Lita Trish thing, just because down the line, we're probably going to get a really cool match out of that deal. But I, I don't, I don't know.
1: Well, I, I don't know. Yeah, we got to get Becky and Trish out of that. because We got to get Becky. And- the tread is off the tire with Lita. And look, I, I she's going to keep showing up and, and doing stuff, but like no more matches. Right,
0: no more. But she's gonna have. They're gonna have to do another one, or at minimum. But it all kind of looks like we're leading to Brock and Roman in Puerto Rico, which I'm okay with.
1: You think Brock and Roman in Puerto Rico, or you think Brock and or Brock and, and Cody,
0: Brock and Cody at Puerto Rico? I'm sorry. Um, pretty much they said that Roman is not going to be on. They said Roman's not going to be on that Puerto Rico show. Okay. So he
1: Mexico is
0: is going to be on it.
1: I bet, I bet you they put Sako in a match on that. They're, they're really, they're really high on that guy.
0: He's, he's the, he's the odd man out, right? He's the odd man right now.
1: Yeah. You know, i thinking about that too, real quick about the mania. People were complaining about the finish to that match and how it wasn't anything, anything outrageous, but like, I mean, look, man, I don't think it has to be, I mean, we, we've got to get out of this mentality of, it has to be this like super outrageous finish or else we feel disappointed. The, just step back for a second, okay? A guy ran into the ring, punched a guy in the throat. That guy then got took the finisher from the champion and got pinned. Yeah. Is that not a believable finish? He got hit in the throat. Yes. Like, why are people complaining that that wasn't creative enough?
0: Even Cornette said that even was. He I said-
1: had no issue with that. <laughs> I mean, Cornette,
0: uh, I mean, I you are a big Cornette guy. I have to limit myself on Cornette. I
1: haven't months. I haven't the Cornette in probably six months, if not longer than that.
0: You have to take him with a grain of salt because but that guy is a wrestling historian. That dude knows a lot about the business. And for him to say that, you know, that match was an incredible and great match until they threw that final hand down for the three count. He thought that match was incredible, and as did all of us. We thought that match was incredible. We thought that match was probably going to be match of the night.
1: I, you know that was like I said before. That was the best reigns, the best reigns I've ever seen. Yeah, that I, was that I, was the Roman Reigns I've been waiting to see.
0: Right, and I don't know if that's the best Cody we've seen, but it was damn close.
1: Probably top five, right, or somewhere around there.
0: I would say top three for me, um, just because I for me my favorite match of all time is that Cody Dustin match at. Double or nothing. And then I would say that the Cody match with MJF was really good. I don't know if that's that's a top fiver for me, not a top three, but that the championship match that he had with Jericho I thought was really good. Was well, it the, in, the Okada
1: right? matches are in there somewhere too? In right?
0: the, the Okada and Omega match, like that Omega match is number two for sure. The Jericho one, I think, I think that this WrestleMania match slots in right at three for me. And I think that the that the Jericho and MJF follows in at four and five. I can't, I would probably slot the Okada one in there, but I can't remember it right now. Right. You know, those, you know, that catalog of matches that Cody has are really, really good. And I would say that, you know, hanging out there at six is probably Seth and Cody from last year mania. Yeah. But I I think it was a believable finish. It fits in storyline wise. You know, they've been building solo with the thumb and, i I felt that it was i you know I after taking a step back and breathing for a second believable finish but sucks to be a fan I guess of the finish because we because you know the the fan today wants in immediate like we need immediacy we need validation right away
1: and-, and that's that's more of an issue too right now because that's the trip the triple h mentality is the slow burn over the course of time and you build, you build legends and you build legendary storylines because that's what it was when he was growing up. And that's when things were really good. Yes. And then we get the, we got the Vince era where it is, it is the six inches in front of your face where whatever he decides to do in the moment is what you get. So he is the one who is fed into all of the insanity of Hey, this guy got over, put the belt on him. Hey, this girl got over, put the belt on her. And then a week later, he gets tired of her and takes the belt off her. Like that that's that that he he is he is the catalyst of all of that. His whims are the catalyst of why fans are insane.
0: Yeah. And and now Triple H is trying Triple H had cleaned it up pretty much. And now everything that Triple H has done for the last 9 months has completely taken a shit all over everything. And now he's got to come back out on SmackDown tonight to make another you know, hey, uh, you know things haven't changed while well, he's got a knife in his back. So while the
1: while the bombs are going off behind the behind the podium,
0: bombs are going off behind him, and it's just it just is. How do you believe anything that they say? They they how many times have they done this?
1: This is the. Well, I mean, look, man. I, I don't. I, I've said this to you before. I don't need to watch the product. I really do enjoy New Japan. I like CMLL. I like Stardom. I like AEW. I mean, I can deal with the AEW shenanigans because there's so many people on that roster that I enjoy watching. I don't have to ever watch WWE again, and I didn't for 20 years, and I was completely happy and still watch wrestling almost every day of my life. So, I mean, it, it's if you if you want to go back to that and you want to you want to do the I'm going to book six inches in front of my face and I'm going to change everything on the fly and everybody's going to be unhappy and the talent all wants to leave. If you want to go back to that? Then go back to that. But but you can count me out. Yeah, I
0: I, I I, am back invested now, and, and I feel like I can't abandon the ship for Cody. And I feel like, you know, the bloodline... Oh, the thing that really sucks as a Cody fan is that the bloodline shit is really cool. And it just sucks that, like, you know, it's like irresistible force has fully met the real immovable object. And it's just going to take a long-ass time for them to finally meet again, But who knows with what's going to happen in between and especially with Vince at the helm. I just don't trust Vince at all. And I mean, we'll see where it goes. But for, for right now, this 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 merger with Endeavor is a bad deal all around for for fans. Yeah, maybe not for the business, but for fans, it's a shit and raw deal. Because in the short
1: term, in the short term, because short... he's not gonna, he's not going to be there forever, but exactly. he could be there for ten more years.
0: That's the problem. In the short term, you know, seven days removed, you know, not even seven days, like three days removed, it feels like a kick in the nads when you know Vince is back running shit and changes shit on the fly. But and even if they do the you know the pay per view model again. I don't know how you can convince your fans to go back to that after you've been paying nine ninety nine a month for the last what six years. How are you gonna say, hey, you should pay for the big four or you should pay for every month? Like
1: there's no chance. Are,
0: there are people will legitimately revolt for that.
1: Yeah, there's no chance of doing that again.
0: So I don't know. This endeavor deal has not been a great start so far. Uh, well, I think
1: I, I think Endeavor is gonna just You know they're going to play the game until they get the until they get everything settled by hopefully by the end of the year, and they're going to let Vince do whatever the heck Vince wants to do. And maybe by the end of the year, when it when the dust settles, they'll make a move and say, you know what, we need better creative. But I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're going to let Vince do whatever he wants to do.
0: Yeah, for pretty much from. Do you think that like Ari is letting him do whatever? Like just letting. Do you think that Ari is letting? Vince here, whatever Vince wants to hear. There's and no
1: question in my mind. He's doing exactly that.
0: Just in an effort to get the company and they are going to take an ax to it.
1: Maybe, or they just leave him in place until he decides to leave. But there's no way, it, there's no way a rational human being can look at that and say that this is a good direction with, no. him, with him doing everything. No, they're just going to ride it out, man. That's what it is. They're going to ride it out.
0: But man, I, we, we put them, I have not been a WWE guy for a long time. I've been, you know, waving the flag for AEW for the last three years. And then for the last, you know, since Cody got back, I was waving this WWE flag. I planted it in the sand. I was putting them over. I put them over for a whole week. And like, it feels like such a gut punch after, you know, everything has kind of happened the last couple of days, but I guess we need to be a little more patient and see where it goes and maybe you should have a little more trust, but it's really hard to have trust after you know all these years.
1: Uh, this just got reported. Um, oh, yeah. Drew McIntyre was pulled from tonight's SmackDown. So what are they doing with him? Because his, his deal is coming up within the next year, right? Pretty soon. Okay,
0: so here I – now that's interesting. That's a really interesting point because – When, when day,
1: are they running the show in, in London? Wednesday, EW running Wembley? That's
0: okay. You are reading my mind. September or August 27th.
1: So that's what, three months out? Yeah. May, June, July. About about four months. It's about four months out.
0: If they cut him and they give him a 90-day no, no-compete, and that dude – I don't <laughs> think – I don't think that the, I don't think that he's going to show up at this card. I
1: shoot. don't think they're going to cut him. Right? They'll just let the deal expire. Yeah. I think that I think that guy will be there for the rest of for the rest of his career. I, I really do. I and not that. do anything.
0: I don't know. Wait until I tell JC this. Let me let me text JC right now on live on the air.
1: I mean, does does Drew? I mean, Drew Drew would be a big addition for them to have that have at Wembley. But I don't know if he's. I don't know if he's a guy that moves the needle that much for their product. Does he? Is he that big of a star?
0: I think that he is now. I don't think that he was back in the day. I don't know if he was a. I don't. So I don't know if he's a big star enough to move the needle. But I think he's enough to bring eyes back to the product. Because yeah. that guy was, that guy was WWE champion. What like two years ago? Two three years ago? Like
1: that's just that feels so forgettable. So long ago.
0: Yeah, it does, but I was always a Drew. I, I like Drew McIntyre, but.
1: I like him too. I just don't know what, I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's the the guy you give the football to. I don't know.
0: That. But if you, if you haven't heard, you know, they AEW on Wednesday announced that they're running Wembley stadium for all in. And I have some thoughts about that. So Wembley stadium is where they held. What was that? SummerSlam 93.
1: That was hard smith right
0: art smith and they haven't run there since it's like one of the greatest wwe spectacles that they've ever done they had that thing packed to the gills and aw is going to run all in there on august 27th now they didn't say it was a pay-per-view and typically the following week is all out weekend so all in was a ring of honor um property, obviously, because that's kind of what kickstarted AEW. And All Out, they couldn't... AEW couldn't use All In, so they had to come out. They came up with All Out as their first pay-per-view right before they started TV. So... Now they're are they going to do all in one weekend and come right back and run it back again with all with all out like
1: I, I don't understand what that what the plan is for that
0: I hope that's not the case you, they can't run back to back shows like that I feel like you have to make this Wembley Stadium like okay so let's put into terms what Wembley Stadium is Wembley Stadium is a ninety thousand seat arena WWE just ran SoFi Stadium and they had eighty one thousand people in the building. That might be a K fabe number, but still. AEW is now getting into the stadium game. And for them to run into a brand new um, a brand new market, they've never been to the UK before. It's a it's an enormous, very prestigious venue. And for them to run it is pretty ballsy, I think. They're gonna have I to. Why, I don't know why
1: WWE. Don't. What'd you
0: say?
1: I don't know why WWE quit, quit running shows over there. I don't know either.
0: I, they're going back to London for um, Money in the Bank, but they're not running Wembley. I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of weird that AEW beat WWE back to Wembley. But I mean, where,
1: where are, they, are they running the O2? What are they trying to run?
0: I think they might be running the O2. I, I, I don't know. I thought I thought that was strange too. So, um, But we'll... I, I don't know. The Drew thing is interesting. So (laughs) the Drew. So here's here's JC's uh, response to Drew being cut from SmackDown. He said, "Burn in in live time. In live time, JC burn the boats.' Wonder if the contract talks broke down.
1: Could be. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, man. But this is it's going to get interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna go set the DVR to record. Rampage for the first time tonight and I'm gonna record Battle of the Belts and I'm gonna watch that and I'm not watching SmackDown. So Whoa. you're gonna to let, you're gonna have to let me know how SmackDown goes because I'm I'm on they're on they're on timeout with me, at least in the in the short term.
0: Yeah, I, I'm gonna watch SmackDown. Uh probably I might do some fast forwarding because I probably won't be able to watch it fully live, but um I, I will yeah, I'll let you know. But I don't know whether this Drew McIntyre thing. AEW is going to have to put a big card up and the only thing that I can think of, you know, the four names that come up in my mind that got to be on that card is Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay too. the second, the second meeting of them.
1: Everybody should be there. That's the high. That's a big name.
0: Yes, you got to have Mercedes. Jericho.
1: Jericho.
0: You got to have a Bushi. Bushi, Young Bucks. You got to have CM Punk. I don't want to, you know, we don't know what's going on with him. But, uh, you know, from all accounts, it sounds like he's coming back very soon. And I want that. I know you don't care, but I want that. Um, FTR, your new uh, world tag team champions. They got to do something big.
1: I think they need to have appearances, too. Uh, we were talking about that a little bit yesterday. Like, I mean, bring, bring Bret Hart out, dude. Yeah. If, if he's not under contract with the WWE, which I don't know if he is, just <laughs> that would be really good to have him there at, at that Wembley show after having that awesome match with Davey Boy. Right. That would be that would be good to to wheel him out there to do something.
0: Yeah, they should yeah, absolutely 100% agree. Um but yeah, I, I that it's going to be a big show. It it mean, it's really big for AEW to, you know, basically their response to WrestleMania is we're going to fucking run Remble- Wembley and that's a pretty big response.
1: I mean, I, I I don't know if they have the crowd for it.
0: I don't know if they'll get 90,000. I think if they get anything above 40, it, that's a win. And they had 25,000 people sign up for early tickets yesterday.
1: Well, that's really great.
0: The early advance was 25,000.
1: And I, I I know I asked you this yesterday, but did WWE sell out Cardiff?
0: I think they got damn close.
1: Okay. So you would think that... that- Anybody in that in the UK would probably want to try to go to that show if they're a wrestling fan.
0: Oh, I would assume, yeah.
1: You got to get Hater on that card.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Maybe you go Hater, Hater, and Soraya. Yes, that would be an enormous match for that card.
0: I would assume too. I would, yeah, I would absolutely assume that you got to have you got to have Hater and Page on that. Or hater, Serata. You gotta have I mean you you got you got to. I mean, putting Will Osprey on that card, he that's a no brainer. Yeah. I would assume you maybe put Vikingo on that card. That would be good. Um they had, they have they him had him.
1: Commander on on Dynamite again.
0: Yeah, and uh so I saw Dave's um Dave's uh stars for the weekend. He gave the ring of honor a 4.76 and gave the mark hitchcock a
1: 4.75 i disagree with that i absolutely disagree with that disagree I no, man, I
0: just, dave lariat after watching all these shows this week man
1: dave dave melzer's an entertainer and then we have to treat it like that uh,
0: yeah that was our uh we covered a lot. There, we covered a little bit of WrestleMania talk, Raw, just, WrestleMania, and AEW. We, the, we were, all
1: that, were all over the place with that, but that's all over the place. Uh, it's to be expected here, I guess.
0: The one thing I did want to talk about before we, you know, ride off into the sunset is this uh, WCW crowdfunder that Mattel Creations is doing. Uh, I backed it, and you have till the end of the day. So if you're hearing this on You know, Friday, April 7th, you had till the end of the day to back it to get to 5000 to get the Hogan, um, which I don't think it's going to happen. It's not going to get early backed, but I I think I think they might get to 5000 to get the project done. We'll see. But all of those people that get on those forums and those boards that complain that, you know, we don't get the big gold without the WWE logo. We don't get that. How come we don't get that? You got people in there that want to complain that, you know, you didn't make the Raw stage. Well, you gotta you you gotta back it to get that title for the first time ever. And you gotta back it because if this doesn't get funded, we're never gonna get a Raw entranceway. So I don't want to hear people complaining that, you know, we didn't we're not gonna get what we want because we didn't fund the WCW thing because you had a chance to back it and you should back it. So um I did read a thing that they are they they had space in mind, and you can make it as small as a ten by ten space, so it'll fit on most shelves. But the price point is big, so yeah, I don't know if they're gonna make it. They they've had a surge of it. so they were sitting. What would we say they were at like what fourteen hundred on Sunday, and the
1: you it got a it got a bump though, right? Get a, it's it's got a day. bump. In,
0: it's literally got a bump in the last two days. I mean, I would say it's they got a bump. They've got like 200 more people. So they're at 1830 right now.
1: Well, they got a long way to go.
0: A long way to go. So we'll see. I don't know. They. I think that they need to change. They need to change it. You got to get. I think you got to get three figures to get to 5000. You can't give out one figure. It's. It's not enough value. It's not enough value. You got to give out three figures at 5k. And then the other two can be your extra ones. You gotta give you gotta give the DDP and you gotta give them the Hogan. Or you gotta say, screw the Hogan, give them give them the Steiner. You gotta give those at least those three at 5k. If they did that today and said, you know what, we're gonna change our minds, we're gonna give you Steiner, Mysterio, and DDP at five. I guarantee you they would make it today.
1: Yeah, you're probably right.
0: I don't know. I don't like the model that they went with this time cuz you got two figures the first time. And then if you did the early backer you got three. Now you're only getting one figure and if you do the early backer you get two. But if you get 11,000 then you get all five. Like it's not enough people. It's this they're you're not it's too niche. You're not going to get enough people. I don't know. They they need to change it. And I think they I think that Mattel they they say that they won't, but I think that they might because they want to back it cuz they want to they know that they're they're not going to miss an opportunity to make the Raw, the Raw Arena. And they've already got their eggs in a basket. They've already got their eggs in a basket. They they started the um the the Raw the Monday Night Wars uh line. They started they they got the ring coming from Ringside Collectibles. So like there's no way this thing ain't going to get funded. They got to come up with something quick.
1: You think uh you think the Rick Steiner stuff from last week is going to affect those elites?
0: I don't think so. I hope not. It won't affect Scott. I don't think it might affect Rick. Yeah. I hope it doesn't affect Rick.
1: Uh, one more thing I want to talk about real quick while I'm, while we're thinking, I know, I, look, I know we're all over the place with this show, man, but I mean, we're, <laughs> our brains are still mush from, from getting over last week, but um Jay White debuting at Dynamite. And and just, just talking about that Dynamite real quick here. I mean, they went all in on giving fans a post-WrestleMania Raw. Yes. On Dynamite. They really did. They booked an unbelievable Raw.
0: That was a really good show. On
1: Wednesday night for Dynamite. Because they had the reveals. They did a title flip. They had surprise debuts moved The long storylines, great matches. That was basically what we should have got Monday night.
0: That was an incredible. That was an incredible AEW. I will say that. Yeah, did I, a good job. I, I I didn't. I have been out on AEW just because the the the, the shows. Their in between shows are a little bit hard to follow sometimes, but this one was a this one was a good one.
1: You know, I I think. I know I kind of I bag on Tony Khan a lot, and I even did it, you know, last week on the, on the on the pod and everything. But you know, man, I I watched that scrum, that media scrum with CM Punk again, and they and and they just had the camera zoomed in on Tony on Tony Khan, and I and I saw that view of it. Dude, I have never felt so bad for a human being in my life than I did watching Tony Khan sitting next to CM Punk, and Khan just looked like his, his puppy ran away, dude. He looked so sad and I felt so bad for that guy watching that, watching that, that view of just him just sitting there like, like, man, you know, that guy has such a good reputation of, of being nice to his employees, you know, to, to his, you know, to, to, to the stance of, of of, it being detrimental. He's, he's nice to people to a stance of being detrimental sometimes, you know, and because he's, he probably is a good person at heart that wants to do good shows and run a good company. And he deals with egomaniacs like that, you know, that, that are just lunatics, but man, that, that really made me feel bad for that guy, man. just, just watching his face during that whole show really, really kind of made me just feel awful for, for what he was dealing with. But look, People get themselves into those positions, you know, and they and they don't have enough support around to to you know delegate work to and to have other people take on tasks and things like that. And that's part of leadership. And he's just got to grow into that role. And I hope he did. And I hope he's learned from that. But man, that was sad watching him just get kicked in the face during that <laughs> scrum.
0: Yeah, he literally did get kicked in the face. He got kicked in the face like all of us Cody fans got kicked.
1: It it made me it made me like CM Punk even less after watching that. Again, and I look. I know that happened. You know what? Oh, seven months ago, six months ago, and in even even watching that again, it made me it made me think even less of those people.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I I can't you can't defend what he did. Um, it just it just sucks. Like we need to we need to mend fences here. And we need to get the damn matches in the ring, and I'm pretty sure that's how all of us feel. Get the damn matches in the ring, and get over it.
1: I mean that that Jay White thing it didn't feel like a big deal when he came out it didn't feel like a big deal and I know I know Excalibur went above and beyond as he always does to try to get that person over and explain who that person is and how big of a superstar that guy really is but it 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 did not get the pop that I expected it to get
0: I agree I thought that it felt flat and it just it just was really flat like it i don't know if the the run-in was cool i don't know if i would have liked the run-in from the stage but it was just different and typically usually get something really big you get a boom shot you get a zoom shot of the of him like doing an entrance or something like that but this one kind of fit and it it fit in like when you think about it it fit in terms of like him doing the run-in and i don't know but but jay white signing an aw is a huge deal
1: I mean, they get that they got to present him that way. He's got to be presented like he's a like he's a main player. And I don't know, I don't know if it came off that way. I don't think so. On Wednesday, it just felt like another guy running in.
0: It did. It really did. It really. I
1: don't look. I don't want him fighting for the TNT title, man.
0: No, 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 no. I want him going for the world title. Like it's
1: gotta be him and Omega and him and Cole and him and Jericho and MJF and all those people. Like it's gotta be, it's gotta be a big deal with him. It has. He, he, I know, I know he's not the biggest guy in the world, but like they've got to present him and let him be a a top guy, man. And I really, I really hope that we can get there.
0: Yeah, no, I totally agree. I, I, you know, they're, they're doing this big show, man, and they got double or nothing coming up. A W might, if is smart you got to capitalize right now because you know people are pissed at wwe and if you want to give the people something to you know kind of bring them back to your show after you kind of kick them in the dick for the last month like give it give us something good here
1: look if they're if they're gonna do the bullet club thing in AEW, then so be it i mean let's get let's get more people involved man let's get a couple more guys to join the bullet club that we don't expect you know, I don't, I don't, I don't have any ideas on who that would be, but I, I think that there's a good opportunity there to, to do something. Absolutely. I'll tell you what. After seeing Ace Austin and Chris Bay as Bullet Club members live, I would love to see those guys show up.
0: That would be cool. That would be cool. I don't know if they're working with Impact anymore.
1: They're, are they not?
0: I don't think AEW is working with Impact anymore.
1: Oh, okay, okay.
0: I think they ended that deal. But. We'll see. We got big shows coming up. We got SmackDown tonight. Uh, We got Battle of the Belts. Is that tonight or tomorrow night?
1: Tonight. It's the second hour tonight.
0: All right. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. We'll we'll see. uh, Billy Starks. We saw wrestle seventy-five times last week. She's facing Jade Cargill.
1: Please don't sign her, Tony. Not yet, man. Let her. If you want to put her on TV, do it. So be it. Put her on Dark Elevation. Get her a rub on Rampage once in a while. Whatever, but don't sign her. Absolutely. Not yet, man. Let her do her thing. Let her get better. She's she's gonna be really good
0: uh so with that uh we're gonna give the big thank you to andretti and mrs andretti for last week it was an awesome experience
1: well thank you for coming out man i know it's you know a big deal for you to fly across country and be gone you know away from work and, and your wife and everything for for a whole week and I'm, i hope it was i hope it was fun i had a hell of a good time man
0: it was it was a hell of a good time. And look, uh, we're
1: we're already talking about next year. We're already planning. We're already planning for for next WrestleMania and how we're going to do it. Who's going to come? And I mean, look, that stuff's going to come around sooner than you think.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we're we're less than a year away already. So, um, but yeah, can't thank you guys enough for everything last week. It was awesome. Hell of a good time. Can't wait to do it again next year. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, with that. We will see you next time on The Podski.